What's up, everybody? I hope everybody's well. Uh, I started watching Samurai Shampoo. Now, if you watch Cowboy Bebop, it's the same creator. Supposedly, I looked into it last night. These are the only two animes the guy has ever created. Um, I lean more towards Samurai Shampoo because it's a little more action-packed. And it's just violent all around. It's pretty dope. You should check it out. But that's all I got for you guys. Remember, follow me, Punch in the Mouth Official on Instagram, official underscore PITM on Twitter. Um, I know I've been taking a while to get the YouTube channel back and running. I'm just waiting to get more RAM to help the videos flow a little bit better. But we'll see what happens. Keep an eye out on the Instagram, and I'm going to start the Substack at the latest next week. I'm telling myself that. Look, I've been doing good with these shows. Wednesdays at 4. Fridays at 9. Alright, later guys. Deuces. everybody i hope everybody's doing well welcome back to the punch in the mouth podcast where we talk about people getting punched in the face but we don't do it ourselves it's gonna be my new catchphrase we're gonna see how it works i've been watching that podcast bad friends with andrew santino and bobby lee and their exit is thank you for being a bad friend so i want to try and do something like that so we're gonna see how it works if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't we will see but let's get right into it Francis Ngannou, bare knuckle, ultimate fighting championship. Off the bat, I'm going to tell you guys something. I don't want to do the bets anymore. It stresses me out. I don't want to do it anymore. The reason I don't want to do it is not because I'm lazy and I don't want to do research, but I have so much other things to do that I don't feel that I could dedicate the time to give you valuable bets. I went 0 for 4 this weekend with my two bare knuckle picks. And the two UFC picks, so I don't want to do it anymore. So for the foreseeable future, I'm out until I feel like I'm in a position or if I can ask somebody to do it for me because it takes a lot of research and that's time I don't have because I'm trying to do other things like the YouTube channel, my sub stack that I still need to get up off the ground. I'm waiting to get more RAM for my computer for the YouTube channel. I just don't like to... I like to be very transparent, you know. But let's get into it. The UFC fight. Ricky Simone versus Song Dong. I mean, Song Dong's a beast, man. He's a beast. I thought Ricky was going to take him because, you know, Ricky has that win over Rob Dwellers, really. But what can you say, dude? What can you say? What a beast. And I know in his last fight before this one, he lost to um, Corey Sanhagen, but... Dude, he looked like a monster in this fight. And then my boy, the Polish Nick Diaz, he took a L versus Kyle Borrojolo or something like that. And then that dude's talking mad smack about the Nurmagomedov guy that, that um, Sean Strickland's going to fight. They should fight next. They should fight next. He's like, I don't know why the UFC's pushing that guy. That dude lost in PFL. He's like 1-4 in, in his last few fights. I was like, whoa, I like this. I like this. I like this. And then we're going to talk about UFC 280. 
what is it? 288? Is it 288? We'll talk about that one on Wednesday because that way it gives you guys something to look forward to. So we're not going to do that today. And it gives me more time to do some research. So we're going to start doing that on Wednesday. So the fights that happen the week, the upcoming weekend, we're going to start talking about them on Wednesdays. Unless it's a lot of them, we're going to start doing that Wednesdays. Yeah, there's that. So BKFC. I'm going to say a few things here. We're only going to talk about the, the last two fights. Because that's what I really cared about this past week. The stars aligned for those people, okay? I, You guys want me to be very blunt with you? I don't think BKFC will last very long. Because I know they're paying these guys a lot of money. You know who else did that and didn't last very long? It's Bulldog Fights. It was a Bulldog or Sure Dog. I don't know, one of those. They had Eddie Alvarez, Jorge Masvidal. Eve Edwards, they were getting paid a lot of money, okay? And BKFC, like, unlike the UFC, they're not putting on events every weekend. Number two, they don't have homegrown stars. Like, how do you want this to last if you don't have homegrown stars? I mean, because even Mike Perry, who, from what I heard, he's a free agent at this point, and he's technically the face of that organization right now because he's took out Julian Lane, a former UFC fighter. Mike Perry is a former UFC fighter himself. He took out MVP, one of the faces of Bellator MMA. And he took out Luke Rockhold, who is a UFC middleweight champion. Former UFC middleweight champion, okay? Then this guy, he has the wearable knowing that Conor McGregor's there. To say, can I get a face-off with Conor McGregor? Like, who does that, man? Like, I wouldn't have thought of that in that moment. And he's, like, giving him... Like, talking a little, like, he's not talking smack, but he's talking a little bit of smack, saying, I know you're retired, man, but, you know, I would like to fight you one day. And then, like, like, Connor's, like, Connor, like, he's, like, in the middle. Like, you can see he's agitated with what Perry's saying, but, like, giving him props at the same time because he's going, mm, mm, mm. Like, I don't know if you guys heard him say that, but, like, he's agitated at the same time. And I don't know how Connor got his hands on the belt. Like, how the hell, how, first of all, as a pr- promotion, don't let him disrespect you like that. He's not under contract with you, so how are you letting him disrespect you with that by getting the belt from you? Unless he bought it, which I doubt it. Like, how do you let him grab the belt? And then the guy comes out and says, oh, well, we got that free promotion for free. Like, what? No. Connor was there for himself, okay? And let me tell you, Connor would do very well in bare knuckle. Connor's a great boxer, and he... People say that Connor's washed up, like Connor's not. If you look at that third fight with Dustin Poirier, he won that first round up until he got knocked down. Did that fight end in the first round? Because I know he won the second, the first round in the second fight. That I do know. But he was doing very well in the third fight, and then he got rocked, and then his leg shattered. But if what they say is true, Connor was training injured in that fight. He was ready to go out in a wheelchair, he said. <laughs> but we'll see, man. I don't believe Connor's done. I can still see the fire in him. It was very interesting to see him there with Eddie Alvarez and Chad Mendes, right? Two guys he had fought in the past. And, of course, Chad officially retired from competition. I remember the first time I saw Chad. I want to say it was in the UFC, even though I would watch WEC a lot. I want to say it was in the UFC, and I saw him coming up. I remember the first fight, I really was excited to watch him fight, was his first fight with Jose Aldo. Because, like, I was already tired of Jose Aldo being champion, so I wanted Chad to win. And I remember being at my buddy's house. 
we were we were we were at his house and we were eating Jack in the Box. And you know that's when Aldo they were on the cage and Aldo just turned around and kneed him into oblivion. I remember eating and like the food almost fell out of my mouth because of how gross that knockout was. Because I think Canelo even fought that day too, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check. Let me check. And then we're going to get into the Francis and Ganu situation. But let me check. Let me make sure. He won 79. No, not 2-1. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can get the original one. Let's see, 142. January 14th. Let me see if that was back in 2012. Damn, that was like, I don't think I even graduated high school by then yet. No, because I graduated in June. I want to say Canelo fought that day too. I don't know. But yeah, man, I remember the food coming out of my mouth. So it was nice seeing Chad finally retired. Aldo's still boxing. But look, at Aldo's smart. He went the boxing route. Like That's where the money is. I don't care what Dana says saying, going out of business. I went too far. I guess not because Canelo fought Kermit Crintron in Mexico City on November 26, 2011. And then the following fight, he fought. Shane Mosley, which was until the 5th of May of 2012. It's crazy. Canelo's only lost twice. He's going to fight John Ryder this weekend. Is this John Ryder guy any good? Let's see his record. I don't know anything about him. 32 and 5? It's not bad. How old is this dude? He's 34. Yeesh. That's kind of old. How old is Canelo? Canelo's 32. Okay. So, I was wrong, but going back to Chad, he was the man... Congratulations, Chad, on a victory. And he says part of the main reason is that he's done fighting is because it's not a necessity anymore. He was already saying that before the fight, so you could already get that feeling, you know. So we'll see what happens. As far as Eddie Alvarez goes, I don't know how long his contract with BKFC is. That guy is a dog. Um, That fight was nuts. With all the praise I just gave it, this sport is brutal. The stars aligned for them. There was nothing, because uh, let me tell you something, BKFC isn't as successful as it was last weekend, because let's be honest, the UFC card was very lackluster. Um, if it was on this weekend, nobody's watching, because you're picking Henry Cejudo versus Aljamain starting all day. You're picking Canelo Alvarez, the Canelo Alvarez fight all day. So the stars aligned for them. I don't know how long this, I don't feel it's going to be around for years to come i just don't because one they don't have homegrown stars and two it's just too gruesome the only way i see it happening are two ways it gets sanctioned everywhere because the ufc had that same problem that they were only sanctioned in nevada and then they got sanctioned everywhere else like look how long it took them it took them to get sanctioned in new york but i will tell you one thing i'd rather watch bare knuckle all day over slap fighting like dude get out of here with that bullshit please Please. Like, why didn't Dana go into bare knuckle instead of slap? Well, I know why. Because he'd rather the UFC get more talent than having... I don't like saying washed up. I like saying past their prime fighters. But yeah, Mike Perry's the face of BKFC. But he says his contract's up, so I don't know where he would go next. Um, I don't know where he would go next. Sorry about that if you heard it. But I would see, I would see him re-signing with BKFC. And another thing is... Remember when they signed with Triller? That was horrible. Like, why didn't they listen to me? I told everybody. I'm like, that company's not going to last. I did tell everybody. Don't tell me I didn't because I did. I told everybody. Just if you didn't listen, that's not my fault. You know? That company's horrible. 
How, how are we doing on time? All right, let's talk about Francis and then what I believe is going to happen. Here's what I believe. So Satri, Satri, Satri Tong came out the other day and he said, this is what he said. This is what Chatri had to say. For sure, one can give him the biggest offer on the table out, out of all of his bids, but it has to work for him and it has to work for us, said Citro Tong. When Hawani asked if Nganu heard his value by weighing the sign, Citro Tong added, I think, there, I think there is going to be big news on Francis shortly and I think he's taking his time. From the few interactions I've had with Francis, he's very thoughtful and methodical and careful. And in the same time, he's, very, he's a very principled man. That's the one thing I've learned about him. He does things on principle and a dollar here and a dollar there won't sway him away. It's principles. Okay. He goes on to say, Citrotong also believes that Nganu can run through any heavyweight division in any company besides one championship. A remark that could be seen as a negotiating tactic to get the predator to want to sign with his company. Regardless, Citrotong is confident Nganu will feel challenged in one championship and looks forward to meeting him on April 26th. Okay. Like he's saying right here, it's principle, right? Principle this, principle that. He's saying all this. Like, this isn't stuff we didn't already know, right? Like, we already knew it wasn't money Francis was after. It was something else. It was something else. Now, let's fast forward. This came out yesterday. And apparently, according to this, here, let's read this one. The title is, we offered Francis and got 20 million guaranteed, but the money wasn't enough. Okay. What I want to what I want to make very clear is they put out another statement saying it wasn't a financial issue. It's just something else he's asking for that they're not able to give him. Is what makes him say no. One championship, one of the biggest combat sports promotions in the world, is preparing for its U.S. debut this Friday, an event that will be hosted at the sold-out First Bank Center in Colorado. The card is being headlined by former UFC flyweight champion Demetrius Johnson. And he will be defending his one flyweight champ title against rival Adriano Moraes in their third battle between each other. When, which features MMA, Muay Thai kickboxing, and submission grappling bouts, is perhaps the most unique combat sports promotion. A label that brings pride to its founder and chairman CEO, Chatri Citrotong. The Thai entrepreneur spoke exclusively to the Daily Star Sports about the importance of one's first venture into America. The tough journey it's been on to get to get to this point. The tough journey he has been on to get to this point. At the lowest points of my life here in America, I had one suitcase, one suitcase with my life belonging, living on one meal a day, on three euros a day, four pounds, four bucks, four bucks. Citrotong said, "Me bringing the entire world of mixed martial arts and introducing it to American fans is very surreal, and at the same time, I'm overwhelmingly feeling a deep." gratitude i'm overwhelmingly feeling of deep gratitude because america gave me the opportunity to make something of myself coming from literally nothing it gave me financial resources to start one and in essence i lived in Amer i lived the american dream citratong has a busy few weeks traveling to new york san francisco and los angeles as he met up with former ufc heavyweight champion francis Ngannou to discuss a potential deal to bring the predator to one championship however News of the company ending its talks with Nganu was released yesterday. As Citrotong revealed that one is stepping back from signing the 36-year-old. Look, here it goes. He was asking for a seat at, at the board of directors. He was asking for him to determine his opponent's pay, he revealed. He offered 20, 
oh, we offered 20 million guaranteed and the money wasn't up. He wanted all of these other non-financial terms that didn't make a lot of sense. We obviously can't give a CEO board of directors that doesn't make any sense. He would be a fish out of water in that position. The one championship CEO also admitted that to being surprised that they sold out the first bank center in Broomfield, Colorado several weeks before the event will begin. I mean, he shouldn't be that surprised. One is pretty big, especially with the Amazon deal. Especially because you have Demetrius Johnson headline. I was very surprised. I'm not looking so smart to my team, he said. He chuckled as he chuckled. They wanted us to go for a 15,000 to 20,000 seat stadium. And I'm the one that said, let's be conservative and go for 7,000 seat stadium. We announced the event in January with two flights and zero marketing. And several weeks ago, we completely sold out. Our brand is so young in America, I didn't expect it. Okay, but good on them. The reason they sold out is because they're having the go Demetrius Johnson fight in the main event. Everybody knows who Demetrius is. Stop it. If you don't know, don't sit here and tell me you don't know because you do know. Okay, now I can see why they, they withdrew. Like, it wasn't money, and they put that out on their official statement. Now, this is Chaudhry's side. He wanted a seat on the board of directors, and he wanted to determine his opponent's pay. It all lines up with what Francis is saying. He's like, I want health care for everybody. I want sponsorships for everybody. It all lines up. Now, will it be feasible for Francis to get? I don't know. So then, that makes me wonder, because what Ariel was saying made a lot of sense, too. He was saying, what if he's already signed with, like, made a commitment to PFL? What if he's already told them, okay, let me meet with these other people, but I'm more than likely going to sign with you. But now that... If all the what Chachi said is true, I don't know if, P, if he's even met with PFL. I don't know if that's where he's going to go. It looks like it because let's look at the board. Bare Knuckle said they're out. UFC has banned him for life, according to Dana. One championship, you're not getting on our board of directors. Who's left? EFL, Bellator, and Showtime Boxing. Well, let, let's lump Showtime Boxing and Bellator as one because they're on, you know. And I'm going to say this, and people are going to like this, but. I'm going to say this. I'm glad Francis didn't go to bare knuckle boxing, okay? Because what I saw on Saturday was next level brutal. Francis Ngannou might kill somebody if he goes there, okay? That's not a joke. I'm not trying to be funny. He might kill somebody if he goes there, all right? So don't come at me with all this other stuff. One championship, like the heavyweight division, Chachi said a name. I don't know who it is, but he's like 12 and all, a Russian wrestler. Like, the heavyweight division is, like, Brandon Barrow was their champion for a long time, and that's no disrespect to Brandon Barrow, but I honestly want to see him go to PFL. Ask me why. Okay, why, Adrian? Thanks for asking. Other Adrian. Because who is their broadcasting partner? Oh, well, it's ESPN. Correct. It's ESPN, right? What other organization does ESPN have as its broadcasting partner the ufc oh the ufc okay it's espn uh, the most powerful organization in the world disney oh disney okay how the economic resource this company disney has how high is it well people say it's endless endless okay what if one of the big honchos at espn i mean well disney goes okay we got these two things. We got PFL. We got UFC. Let's maximize this. They call up Dana. They call up the people at the PFL. We're going to do cross promotion. Bam. Imagine. Imagine you have Francis Ngannou. 
as the heavyweight champion. On the other side, you have Johnny Bones Jones, consensus the greatest to ever do it. There it is, guys. Our dreams are still alive. It can still happen. It can still happen because John Jones, he's the fucking man. Francis Ngannou is the fucking man. Come on, Disney. Give it to us. Give it to us, Disney. You're the ones that can do it. If Francis Ngannou signs with PFL tomorrow, drop the contract. Have him fight for PFL for a year. Have him smoke the... I love Bruno Capilosa. I really do. But have him smoke the heavyweight division. And then, and then you call up Dana, you call up Ray Seppo or whoever it is that's in charge over there at PFL because honestly nobody knows because it's always different people and you, you make the fight happen. And then the co-main event, the co-main event, you put Kayla Harrison versus Amanda Nunez. Boom, you're welcome, you're welcome. We should end it right there. Let's end it right there. End it right there. What's the time? What's the time? It might be a short one, but... I don't know any other way to end this show rather than right here. What's the time? What's the time? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Let's end it right here. Guys, you have been listening to the Punch in the Mouth podcast. Where we talk about people getting punched in the face, but we don't do that here. It's nothing but love here. But have a great day and peace. Later.